With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up, a brand new show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds, R&B, rap, jazz, soul, gospel, even country. But the primary reason for Turn It Up is to feature and help independent artists that take it to the next level by showcasing the music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks, to help your track stand out like the pros and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks that you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So let's stop playing. Get your demos together and get ready to turn it up. If you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. So give us a call. Here's the number, 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can Twitter me your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Washington, D.C.-based jazz vocalist Lloyd A. has roots in Mozambique and Guinea-Bissau. Though born in France and raised in California, her music is a mix of contemporary jazz and warm Afro rhythms. Lloyd A.'s music is reflective of her own eclectic roots. She has spent the last nine years honing her musical craft in some of the nation's hippest speakeasies and jazz clubs stateside and abroad. However, her musical training stretches back to her primary school years when she sang in church and received training as a classical vocalist. 
She has performed in Hollywood for a star-studded television event, opened for the legendary Hugh Masekela, and most recently, Lloyd A. performed to a packed house at the world-renowned Blues Alley in Washington, D.C. Lloyd A.'s debut project, Lloyd A., live at Bohemian Caverns, was recorded in the summer of 2009. But more than anything else, Lloyd A. believes it's her African heritage that has provided her with her fresh musical perspective and unique sound. Lloyd A., welcome to Turn It Up. Thank you for having me. Oh, we are so happy to have you. And starting off the new year of 2011 with an awesome songstress, I mean, with an amazing voice. I'm telling you, I'm really, really excited to have you on today. And the Leo, say hello to our special guest, Lloyd A. Lloyd A., what's going on, lady? What's going on? <laughs> Happy to have you on the show. Good to have you on. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Thank you. Well, Lloyd A., tell us a little bit about how you got started, because um, you are a, an extremely polished um, performer and um, you know it, it, you would think you've been in the business for many many years so how long have you been out there well I guess it, it, it depends on what you define as business <laughs> <laughs> I've been singing since I was I don't know four or five years old so uh, being on stage and singing is actually pretty familiar but as far as turning it around and actually putting together projects and presenting that to the public, that's relatively new. So oh, as really? a, yeah, as a professional that's I'd say in the last in the last decade, that's when it really came into fruition. Wow, and and you have quite a diverse background. Um you were actually born where? I was born in a small border town called MBA France, near the Switzerland and French border. My parents were recent immigrants from their respective countries in France. Uh, well, my parents are African, as you stated earlier, from Mozambique and Guinea-Bissau. So while they were studying, um, that's when I was conceived and born. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that, but I was there till uh, roughly the age of four, and then we moved to the U.S. Oh, I see. Wow. Wow, that's pretty awesome. So, uh, you actually started your education here in the in the states, then? Yes, I definitely oh, okay. did. My my first language was French, but uh, I don't. I'm not French. <laughs> <laughs> and did you transition very well as a young girl coming here to America, where things were a little bit different? Yeah, you know, I don't. I I actually don't remember. I don't have too many memories of being out of place or even learning the language. I think when you come that young, you pretty your, your formative developing years kind of mold into your immediate environment. So, I was I was I grew up in a very African home, but I was Americanized rather quickly too. Right, right. But your your music still has um a, a world music kind of vibe to it, even though it's very much jazz, but um Yeah. You you bring quite a bit of your um, your culture into the music as well. Tell us a little bit about that and why that's important to you. Well, like I said, you know, I grew up in a very African home, so the music that we played at home, well, it was a mixture because my parents were very religious and spiritual, so the music at home was very gospel and hymn-oriented. It wasn't in English that we were singing, but we were still singing a lot about the Lord. And so there's... The music influence was a mix of church sounds, and then you know when you'd go to social events and commune with people from the same parts of the world, the music that we were jamming to it wouldn't be the r and b groups that you know my fellow American little friends would be jamming to at home with their folks. It would be African right. music, mm-hmm. and it would specifically be Portuguese African music because my parents mm. come from countries that were colonized by Portugal. So there's a distinct sound, and mm-hmm. um, that was second nature. And um, as I got older and kind of identified what really inspired and moved me, I definitely found myself naturally gravitating towards that. But at the same time, I grew up here, so the R&B, the jazz, the, the hip-hop, all of that is also part of my mental musical index. So, you, you know, you can't escape what you hear inside and outside of the home. 
Right, right. And, and so tell us a little bit about this um, this song, So Dodge. Well, So Dodge actually is a, a song written and first recorded by Cesaria Ivoire. She's a Cape Verdean um, songstress, and she as well is uh, Afro-Lucifone or African, a Portuguese-African um She's from, like I said, Cape Verde, and they speak a Creole in Cape Verde that is the same Creole that is spoken in Guinea-Bissau, which my father is from. And um, I remember first hearing that song um, and just falling in love with it. The song is about longing for home. Mm-hmm. And at the time when I first heard it, I had never been to Africa, but something about the song still called me back. And so when I had a chance to record my own Material, I definitely was like, I'm going to sing that song. Wow, yeah. I, I was very, very impressed with it myself. And I, I don't know what it is about the song, but it, it's very powerful and it really grabbed me right away. And this is the one we want to start off with. This is So Dodge by Lloyd A. All right.
Wow. That was, that was, that was quite a oh, trip. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was very elegant sounding song. Like, I felt like I was in Italy somewhere in the, on the boat with the guy with one long paddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was beautiful. I like that. That was real cool, relaxed. Like it kind of put me on the same cool as like Sade. I will take that. I will mm. take that. I will take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I, I I hear you talk about your father in this song as well. And we want to play the um the one that you actually dedicated to your father um next. But tell us a little bit about um your relationship with your dad and, and your parents and um you know because you 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 seem to um you know mention him quite a bit and seem to have a, quite a fondness for him and um we yeah talk yeah actually the the album which is my first and only project to date was dedicated to him mm-hmm. I, I i was a daddy's girl and mm-hmm. uh, my father passed in 2003 mm-hmm. so well aside from the fact that we were very close and um, as far as I was concerned, he was like A1, number one pops. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that, you know, when you grow up disconnected from an extended family, your immediate family core becomes pretty much your identity, especially as an immigrant. You know, we didn't have an extended community. Well, we had to create an extended community. So basically mm-hmm. one of the things that he would say anytime I would step out from a kid to as a young adult, you know, he would always say, remember when you when you leave the house, you represent the family, the family name, mm-hmm. and um, that would undoubtedly represent the immediate core that was here in the U.S., which only included my mom and my younger sister. And so... Um, you know, that's one of the things that he would that would always stick with me. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget who you come from mm-hmm. and where you come from and the name that you represent. So um, the song that you're referring to is called Don't Forget, and that's just an ode to my dad and the advice that he would give me throughout my childhood and as a young adult um, to not forget. And the other part of that song is the spiritual aspect. Mm-hmm. My parents really had a strong faith in God. And so aside from saying don't forget your family or where you come from, it was also don't forget that you're a child of God. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. Wow. I couldn't think of a better intro for this song, Don't okay. Forget by Lloyd A. This is in memory of my dad. And just the wisdom that he would impart on me, um, called Don't Forget. I'll let the words speak for themselves. Um, we sing it in English and in Portuguese.
Chanel Gill on the keys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That was on point. That was on yeah. point. And, and, and your band is amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I've been blessed. Let me yeah. tell you, I've been blessed. Now, do you play any instruments yourself? I grew up playing the piano, um, the flute, and the ukulele. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> I hear that. She got that little hidden talent. She, she holding back on his mic. Wait a minute. I don't play anymore. <laughs> Who are some people uh, in the industry that you would like to work with? Oh, wow. Um, I guess if I'm in a cross genre, because jazz, I mean, I listen to everything. So. Yeah. Um, gosh. <laughs> Can you give me a genre and then I'll work with that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, well, what is your favorite? I mean, out of jazz and R&B. Oh, I guess out of jazz and R&B. Actually, I don't have a favorite. I like it all. I like all right. it all. But but since, I mean, just for the sake of the discussion, um, well, since you mentioned Sade earlier, Sweetback, her, her band. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're phenomenal. Raphael Sadiq. Oh, oh yeah. He's an awesome musician and producer. Um let's see. I like Paul Simon. Um mm. Hugh Matthew oh, Taylor. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, I could go on. Yeah. <laughs> going on and on. <laughs> well, you do yeah. have a great or even, or even style. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, I was just saying you do have a very unique style. I was just kinda wondering who who would be like your ultimate collab. Who, who you had in the back of your mind for, for like, you know, somebody you would definitely want to work with? Hmm. John Legend? Yeah. John Legend. Yeah, I can hear, wow. I, I see, I hear them two together. I would yeah. love to combine what he does with R&B with what I do. I would, John Legend is one of them. So I'm going to name, right. like, and, yeah. And there's something about your style to me that reminds me a little bit of Jill Scott, too. It's not mm-hmm. a constant, but there's something in there, especially when you kind of um, you, you loosen up a little bit and mm-hmm. your runs and things like that. I hear a little bit of that in there. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's one of my favorites, really. Um, but tell us a little bit about what it's like now being in the industry. Um, as far as world music, it's common to be an independent artist. And jazz, I guess it's somewhat the same. But what is it like now being out there, being an independent artist? And um, are you someone that was still looking for a record deal? Or are you content with doing things the way you're doing them? I'm actually content with doing the way things, the way I'm doing. However, I would love more exposure, mm-hmm. specifically on the... Um, Music festival circuits like the jazz festival, yeah, right. Whether it be on the islands or um, in different parts of the U.S., uh, that that I think is where you get the most buzz for the je- for the genre that I'm in. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of in a weird genre because I'm not straight ahead jazz, but then I'm not like I guess the prototype of world music because for all intents and purposes I am in the U.S. <laughs> and most um, world musicians are either not U.S. based or not raised in the U.S. So, what mm-hmm. kind of gives them that ticket to be coined as world is their what other people would consider genuinely, you know, of another place. Whereas some would say, "Well, hey, you don't speak as an accent. You were raised here, you know." Can we call you world? You know, so it's just it gets a little weird when I'm trying to actually define the music, but that's why I like to let the music define itself. Mm-hmm. But I, from all intents and purposes, I'll I'll fall into the jazz slash world category. Right, mm-hmm. right, and and that brings us up to the next track, which is a totally different style again. Um, <laughs> moving on, because that last track was more like your your jazz lounge music kind of vibe, but this. Right. Concrete Jungle. Tell us a little bit about this track. Okay, well, you know, another influence of mine, let me backtrack a little. This CD was really uh, uh, my gift back to the music world because, like Mm. I said, I I love all types of music. 
And so I was like, okay, I want to combine what I do with what I love and um, what I grew up listening to and present that. And so what you see on the CD, I hope it sounds consistent to the listener, whereas they're not feeling like, what the heck is she doing? Even though the sounds are different, there's a, a unifying underlying theme like or uh, underlying rhythm base. Mm-hmm. And it kind of all... And I think that's the beauty of actually African-based music, whether you're talking about jazz or reggae, because this is a Bob Marley song, mm-hmm. or, um, you know, Afro-Lucifone music. Like, you... There's, there's, a, there's a constant in it, and um, reggae is just an offshoot of that constant. And so right. this is... Mm-hmm. This is my ode back to one, uh, you know, another musical legend and icon, Bob Marley. Uh-huh. And this is actually a spinoff of another Brazilian artist did this song similar to how I did it. So I don't want to take credit for the arrangement, but when I heard what she did, I loved it, and I just went and took it and made it my own. Wow. Well, here it is, Concrete Jungle.
smooth. Hmm. Smooth. Yeah, that that, that was, was awesome. I like that. <laughs> I think that was my favorite one. That was my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite one. Mm, mm, that, what what is uh if you could describe your your style or your music all in one word, what would that word be? Uh, smooth. <laughs> <laughs> smooth. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you know, I heard someone describe um, your music, and I'm not sure if it was actually you describing your music, and it was some type of phrase where you use Afro something. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I can't recall what it is at this time, but I just heard it um, recently. It might be as you were introducing one of your tracks on some of the other um, live performances. But... Um, Interestingly enough, it sounds like every track is live. Do you ever record in studio? Is it always live for you? Well, this was um, okay. What I really wanted to do with my first project was have quality, top-notch musicians, and mm-hmm. um, I didn't have the money because you know, aside from paying the musicians for their time, you got to pay the studio time. Right. So I decided to. Uh, get creative with it and <laughs> the best way to get musicians good musicians that you're already paying for their time is do a live album right where we're not doing any retakes I'm already paying them for their time plus you get the benefit of having the live interaction with the audience so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know if you could pull it off it adds you know some authenticity to the project and right so what you're hearing was an album on a budget, but thankfully it came out all right. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people do the live album afterwards. So, hey, you right. just did it right off the bat. And, um, you know, um, a lot of people are already listening to this show and they want to work with you. And as a matter of fact, one of those producers who has a studio is called in. DT, welcome back to Turn It Up. <laughs> hey, what's going on, y'all? <laughs> what's up, what? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was just listening listening to the show and I was like, finally, somebody who gets confused like I do when somebody wants to narrow down the genre of music. <laughs> 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 I, I I start stuttering, I can't I don't know the whether to say Beethoven or Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and um DT is a local producer who is um, probably the, one of the most diverse musicians and producers I've ever heard. I mean, he had been um, he he came to us with a number of different tracks that were you know rap and um, hip hop R and B, and then he he put some jazz on me and I, I just couldn't believe it. I just totally freaked out. I said, "Man, why in the world have you been sitting on this? This is so awesome, unbelievable stuff." And, and I still don't remember. Was the saxophone live or not? <laughs> no, no, that was on the keyboard. Awesome stuff, man. And then awesome. I just went in and digitally edited it to make it sound real because I, I actually play saxophone, so I, I know what it's supposed to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And um, so, Lloyd, are you, are you considering um, redoing um, other projects in studio? I'm I'm pretty open right now as long as I can keep the integrity of what I'm trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty open to you know the sky's the limit right now. I'm that's kind of the benefit of being independent. You're 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 not locked in by somebody else's idea of what you're supposed to sound like. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I keep hollering about whenever anybody asks me if I ever want to be signed. I said no because then I'll be missing out on too much. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So they want you to stick to one thing, and then it's, it'll feel like you keep doing the same song over and over again. Exactly. You know, to somebody, to somebody who likes to branch out and try a bunch of different things, but you have a bunch of people sitting around in ties telling you what to do. Exactly. <laughs> so, now, yeah, I'm afraid of that same thing. Now, um, Lloyd, we're going to go ahead and get back into some of the uh, the other tracks that we have. Um, we still haven't done the um, Chova Chova, is it? I know I'm not saying any of these right. I, you know, what can I do? Right? <laughs> Chova Chova. Chova Chova. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And. Um, Tell us a little bit about this track too, because it has a very um, ethnic vibe to it. 
Sure. Chove Shuva means rain, fall, rain. And it's actually, it's originally a Brazilian song, but the first time I heard it was Miriam McCabe singing it. And she's a, mm, she's, yeah. she passed this past year. Mm-hmm. But um, um, this is a recording she did when she first came to the U.S. and Harry Belafonte introduced her music to the jazz circuits in New York. Wow. And, um, well, actually, no, I think this one, the the recording that I saw of her singing this was in L.A. But regardless, it was, she she's not a Portuguese sing, singer, but she was singing in Portuguese and she was doing her thing and she just brought it. And um, mm. that was the first time I'd heard the song. So, again, this is like an ode to the music that moved me. So this this song is called Rainfall Rain, and it's basically talking about um, God bringing the love to you um, and likening the love to falling rain. And um, mm. it, it's very simple. The lyrics are very simple, but it's it's a beautiful song. And mm-hmm. Shova Shuva, Rainfall Rain.
<laughs> wow. I'm sure you I, get the people I, up and dancing on that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I get up and dance on that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And tell us a little bit though about where we can get your music. You have a website, and um, your your music is available on Amazon dot com. So go ahead and give it the listeners a rundown on. Sure, you could go to either cdbaby dot com and just type in my name L O I D E. I believe I'm the only one. Uh, <laughs> You could also go to iTunes and same difference. You put in my first name, but I guess just to get more specific, L O I D E live at Bohemian Caverns, and um, I'm on CD Baby, iTunes, Amazon, um, and then also to my website, which is www.loida L O I D E musica M O S I C A dot com. Um, <clears throat> any one of those will direct you straight to um, also movementtunes.com. Any one of those sites will direct you on links to buy either singles or the whole album. Now, is someone helping you with your marketing, or are you doing that yourself? Because your your webpage is phenomenal. Thanks. No, actually, um, to date, it's all by myself. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's, um, the recession has hit us all, so it's all about getting really creative and using your network and resources and sometimes mm-hmm. bartering and, you know, to really – I think the quality is not necessarily how you get your info out there, but that you put a quality product out there. So. Right, right. Who, who took your photos? Um, I've got two photographers that I worked with. One was an old college buddy, and – Another one was a local, um, the college buddy was Colville Heskey, and um, another one was a local photographer, Jatai Lindsay. Between the two of them, I was able to put some solid photos together. Yeah, yeah, really great photos. I actually posted four of those photos also on um, the Facebook page to um, promote the show. Yeah, very nice. And um, also, so you say not currently. Performing. You hope to be performing again, and uh, before you do, I definitely want you to come back, and um, we definitely want to uh, build up the support for you. Uh, I'm sure you have quite the following already, but um, yeah, we we really really enjoyed you coming on today. And um, see, we've got about um, nine more minutes left. Do you think we have time for another one? Yeah, I think you should have fallen. That one that it's it's kind of lengthy. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's eight minutes. That will that will end it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. So what we'll do is we'll go out with falling, and what I'll do is I'll go ahead and close the show now. And okay. um, and um, it was a pleasure having you. We'll go out with yeah. falling, and um, special thanks to my producer Donna Hardiman and my co-host. <laughs> I'm Michael Fordham and you've been listening to A Measure of Truth but before you go here's a little something to take with you ask God for wisdom daily but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation good or bad friend or foe watch your thoughts they become words and watch your words they become actions and watch your actions they become habits and watch your habits they become your character and watch your character it becomes your destiny until we meet again take care of what becomes of you how many fast lovers in the house there we go there we go fast lover in the back okay this song is for you
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.